0: And welcome to Torah Talks Chazak's Tuesday night program with special guests. Tonight we have with us a very special guest, a very dear friend to Klaus Chazak, Rav Chaim W. Zuiba Shalita,
1: Shalom Aleichem. How are doing? Oh, wow. Ah. What an honor to be here.
0: Honor all hours, brother. You've been
1: asking me for a couple of days already to try and come on, isn't that true? <laughs> Actually, a couple of days stretch back how many years? It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a, a while. while. And we
0: have the Schlute of merit to have the rabbi over here at the Chazak headquarters. It means so much to us. And uh, Baruch Hashem, the rabbi is involved with the Good of the Israel of America. We all know the great work that the rabbi and the organization does.
1: But maybe you can give the audience a background about the rabbi uh, himself. And uh, well, the rabbi happens to be also a an attorney by profession. Ooh. So I, I um, you know, I am I'm a lefty and righty hitter. I can go either way. <laughs> either way, <laughs> right. Um, and uh, And I spent a couple of years in college went to law school uh, graduated as as part of the first graduating class of the Cardozo Law School, which is part of the issue University uh, network uh, and I was the editor in chief of Volume One of the Law Review, which was a big excuse for me uh, at that time. Uh, got a job at a very prestigious law firm in midtown manhattan uh, and um, was there for about four and a half years and, and but I decided to leave after about four years there when on Rosh Hashanah I was walking home with my son from Shul and uh, I turned to him and I said Sander what did you have in mind by davening right what were you davening for Rosh Hashanah so he said two things Tati I said yeah what were they he says the first thing is that Mashiach should come oh of oh. beautiful <laughs> <laughs> Just hear, just wait to hear the second one <laughs> The second one was that your office should burn. Oh, wow. Now, this is my eight-year-old son who was telling me that, Tati, you know, I don't see, we're not for Shabbos, I wouldn't be seeing you. Even. Wow. So I said to myself, is it really, here I am, I'm Hashem, earning some money to support my family, but I don't get to see my family. Oh, wow. I don't get to see my family. So I said to myself, is this really what I want to do with the rest of my life? And Baruch Hashem Dei, Bishter, was kind enough and sent to me a, a, a message through the offices of Rabbi Shmuel Bloom, who at that time was the executive vice president of the Aguda, the number two person to Rabbi Moshe Sheraz, the kind of the rabbi, right? Of course. And sure. Rabbi Boom came to visit me in the, in the office where I worked, in the law office, and we he were was, he Shmuel, was, he was there to raise money. I give him a contribution uh-huh. and think about coming to the to Convention. And we started schmoozing, so he asked me, he said, you know, what are your plans? I said, you know, the truth is, I just had a little, a little incident this Rosh Hashanah with my son, and I'm thinking about, then the right offer comes up, that I'd want to leave and do something a little bit less consuming than what I'm doing. Uh, the next thing I knew, a day later, I was invited to Rabbi Sheriff's house in Borough Park. Wow. And he said, would you like to work for the other? You offered me a job in the Aguda, and they wanted to bring in a lawyer. Uh, to I, there was another lawyer on staff at the time. They were looking for a, a second lawyer, or maybe a first lawyer, whatever the case may be. Uh, and um, and uh, Baruch Hashem, that would, goes back to early nineteen eighty four. So I've been in the Aguda now in, for thirty nine years, right? That's and then it wow. says, <laughs> Right? You can you can give a punishment to somebody when he gets is worthy of punishment, but not more than forty. So, right? So we're, we're, we're headed up to there, you know. And I just want to say one one other point over here, which which describes the difference between our world and you know the world out there. When word came out that I was going to be making the move from this the big law from yeah. Paul Weiss, Rifkin, Wharton and Garrison to the to the Aguda. So my friends at Paul Weiss at the law firm said, wow, what a great, perfect job for you. It's exactly right up your alley. It's perfect for you. And then uh, when they heard about this borough park where I was living at the time, the reaction was, Vos, bist <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> are you out of your mind? And the answer is both are true a little bit. So uh, in, 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 the, in the interest of full disclosure, as we lawyers would say, you're looking for some background about me, um, I'm a little bit crazy, but I'm the luckiest man in the world to be able to spend my days and, and coming home at night with a sense that I'm actually accomplishing something meaningful. I'm, I'm, I'm serving Kali Wow. That's
0: an amazing feeling. And uh, that's exactly what we're going to be speaking about today. But the question I have for you, Rabbi working for a uh gave you an opportunity to see your kids? Or you saw that? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm with the so, so
1: in, in all honesty, about a year or two after I joined the Aguda, there was a fire in the archives. Oh, so you know, I'm not sure there was ever a fire back at Paul Weiss, <laughs> but there was a fire in the archives of the Aguda. And shortly after I joined, within a year or two, and um, I, I knew, of course, what the source was and why it happened. Nobody else did. But now, now, now the world knows.
0: Okay, so the topic, Rabbi, we're going to be speaking about is empowering change in the world. Talking about the world, we want to change the world. We want to bring the ghoul We want to make a difference. We want to, you know, final redemption. So, in order to do that, uh, we need movies and shakers like yourself. So, we might think that who am I to get involved and make a difference in the world? Get involved with the clog, get involved with the community. Can you please discuss the mentality of how it can be, uh, you know, for
1: one to jump into the waters? Okay, uh, it's. Uh... It's a great question and a very important question. Yeah. Uh, you know, we in in the Torah community we know that no person lives just for himself, right? That's why there's such an emphasis on on marriage in the Jewish community. Oh, yeah. Right? It's 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 Lotovia Yoshah. It is not good for a person to be on his own, right? He's got to be part he's got to be part of a unit. Uh, this there's so a moral. Whoever is
0: married, I mean they did their fulfillment basically. Listen, well, okay. <laughs>
1: Listen to what the Gemara says. Gemara says, "Turnus Rufus Harasha, the weak, the wicked Turnus Rufus," approached Rabbi Akiva, and he says, "If Hashem loves poor people, right? So you say Hashem loves everybody, right? right. So he loves poor people too. So how come he doesn't give them uh, food and sustenance? Why are they poor? Right? Good question. Good so this question. Turnus Rufus, this wicked evil Turnus Rufus, was trying to poke Rabbi Akiva and say, Look at you know this is a crazy religion you have. You <laughs> see, you believe in a God who loves it loves everybody.'" Then why, does he, why doesn't he feed the poor? So Rabbi Akiva answered, you know why he doesn't feed the poor? You know why Hashem makes people poor and they should have to come on to us in order to save us. Those of us who have... Hashem is blessed with money, let's say. Right? So Hashem... We, 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 you know, we're going to burn in Gehenna for the Averis that we do. In order to be saved from Gehenna, to have the privilege of having o, o, the olam the, haba, the great rewards of the world to come, in order to do that, we have to have earned it. How do we earn it? By taking the blessing that Hashem gave to us and sharing it with others. So Hashem made you poor, Nabuch, poor uh, uh, pauper who's knocking at my door and asking for, for a contribution. Why? Not because it's anything wrong that you did, but it's because he wants me to have an opportunity to have a schus, to have the privilege. Can you imagine what you're sacrificing just so that I can have a privilege? Can you imagine that? But that's what it is. That's The Chazals teach us this. This is a very important principle. And the truth of the matter is that every single one of us, every single person is both a pauper and the wealthiest person in the world. Every one of us has needs. Right, you know, I mentioned before about a, a, a good shidduch, husband and wife. It's a good thing I married my wife because I have no sense of direction. I still, you know, I came here to the studio tonight. I probably would have been who knows where, right? If, if not for her. And in general, she does so many things that I can't do. I can't do. Shout out to the wives. What? True. Shout out True. to the wives. What do well, we do that? Right? <laughs> so I'm, I am a pauper, and she's wealthy because she knows how. To, you know, she knows how to deal with Get these a issues and these problems, right? And she's a wealthy person so she's giving of her wealth to me at the same time i'm a a very wealthy person i'm a very wealthy person i have certain skills and talents that hashem blessed me with i have certain wealth that hashem blessed me with whatever it may be something hashem gave to me that makes me uniquely qualified to help others right so therefore we have to recognize that this that we are all interdependent no person is an island unto himself we are all interdependent. Kali-sa, arev, Kali-sa, arev, Kali-sa, arev, all. You know the word arevim means? Raven right, arev means responsible for one another. Arevim also means intertwined with one another. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't say that something that happens to a Jew over here doesn't impact the Jew over there, because well, okay. we're all intertwined. Raven. And then also the word Arave, Arev means sweet. All Jews are sweet on one another. So we love each other. There's a special love that exists between Kal- within the members of Kali Yisrael. So yes, here we are in this world. Hashem put us in this world and He has made us super rich. <laughs> what for? So that we should be saved so for the purely selfish reasons so that we should be saved from the punishments that would otherwise come to us by not using the riches to, to, to help the poor people. Right? And not mm-hmm. using the talents that a person has to help, to help Kali Yisrael. Right, and everybody—you don't have to work for the Aguda to have, to, you know, to help call throw. I mean, it's, you can work for Chabad, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: no. it doesn't have to be part of an organization. But well, single person. Every
1: single person—you can, you can be involved in a project that relates to the immediate, your immediate community, to the local neighbor, to your local shul, to your local yeshiva, yeshiva wherever okay. it may be. You 100%. can get involved. They always need helpers and so on. Or you can get—if you don't like what's going on around the corner—so, so look around the world. There are things going on around the world today where, where, where the, the kishron of people is, is necessary, the talents and the skills of people, and the time and the money, and all the things that are blessings that Hashem gave them, those are intended to, to, for their use in order to help others so that, so that when the time comes, they'll get the rewards and not the opposite.
0: Beautiful, Rabbi Zubal, very inspiring, amazing. So uh, jumping to uh, a we, which is uh, how does one change their mentality for being an individual who only cares about their own needs into a person who looks beyond themselves for others. So, uh, you know, taking care of us, you know, Shalma and my Malif is good. My kids go to yeshiva, we keep going, like, have others.
1: Well, it, you know, this is a question that probably has a... a, a a, a dozen or a hundred thousand answers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are but on the a, rabbi's perspective. A lot of, a lot of answers. Of how does one change one's nature? If one's nature is um, to uh, view the world through the lens of himself and and be selfish, right? So first of all, according to the Chazal that we just quoted, what, the, what we learned in the Talmud, right, we see that the rabbis are telling us those those. You 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 have selfish concerns. You want to make sure that you're going to have olam haba, don't you? Don't you want to have the reward of the world to come, all the beautiful and wonderful things Hashem has promised to those who keep the Torah? Right? You want to do that, right? Definitely. right? You want to do that? You know how to do that? Want, I'm speaking to you selfishly now. <laughs> Be kind to others. Be kind to others. When you're kind to others, then you are racking up points in your own scorecard. And of course, it, and, and as that happens, and as you keep doing it, then your whole perspective changes, and you say it's not just because for my olam haba that I am doing this. I am doing this because I have to help my fellow Jew. he's my brother, he's my sister, she's my sister, right? And and, and I have to do what I can to help them because they're my flesh and blood, right? There is a, a an amazing thing in this week's parsha, parsha Zayichi, uh, where we learned uh, about how Yaakov Avinu. Right, our forefather, Yaakov, as he's lying on his deathbed, he calls in all of the, his sons, all of the Shavatim, the, shifteka, the they all right, the tribes, and they all gather together, and he gives each one a blessing. When it comes to the, the second and the third sons, Shimon and Levi, right? so he said, Shimon and Levi are going, You know, they, they, were, they were tough guys. Yeah. <laughs> they were tough dudes, Shimon and Levi, and, uh, and they made a lot of trouble together. They had a lot of trouble together. And Yaakov Avinu said, I'm going to spread them out in call Yisrola. I can't keep them together. They have to be separate from we each other. Together. Because when, <laughs> they, when they, <laughs> hand, they hang out together, they're just going to, make, they're going to make big problems. So I'm going to spread them out. And you know what they're going to become? For Sheva Shimon in particular, Rashi says, I'm going to t- turn them into teachers. 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 They're going to go around and go from place to place and they will be teachers of children. Right Now, uh, Rabbi Yaakov asks, what, what in the world? <laughs> these, these, these guys have, you know, anger management issues, yeah, right? What you, you want the them to be your, te- your kids' teachers? <laughs> right? Shimon, no, I wouldn't mind that. Right? You, want, you want a Rebbe who's mellow, yeah. who's kind, who's soft. You <laughs> want a Shimon there <laughs> no. who's, going to, who's going to come in and he's got to turn things apart? So you know what he says? It's an amazing thing. He says, yeah, you want Shimon to be your son's Rebbe. You know why? Because Shimon and Levi, when they saw what had happened to their sister yeah. Dina, and they saw how she had been defiled and taken by Shem, like by Chamorban, and they went and they killed out the entire city, right, that had, t- that had done this to their sister. And Yaakov and Vinu said, How can you do that? How can you kill them out? You're going to get me in trouble. Right. Shimon and Levi said, We're going to allow our sister to be treated like a harlot? Right? Like Azana? Right? So in other words, they cared about her. And that's why they were called mm. the brothers of Dina. And, and Shimon and Levi really cared about her. And they went and they killed out the city. Can you imagine? Killed out an entire city? And, and Yaakov wasn't so happy with this. But then, he, but then they came back and they said, hey, Can we allow our sister to become like Azana? Mm-hmm. Never! They cared about their sister. And that's that's you, the one you want to, for your, to, to be your child's rebbe. One that cares. One who says that we're all brothers ah. and sisters, and you got to care about them. And when you care about them, you can't just see their problems and say, "Hmm, how sad." Pass the ketchup, please. Right? I mean, you can't <laughs> can't do that. You gotta actually go and do something to help them. As we say in English, geschmack <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Very inspiring. Your English is a high level vocabulary. I see. That's good. All those rumors about you are not true.
0: <laughs> I mean, Moridik. I've been learning. No, very inspiring Rabbi. Very very powerful points. We need people that care, and uh, we have to get them involved.
1: And, uh, and very beautiful. And, and, and there He's is the like, selfish aspect to it all. going to get so much reward, so, so much right. Yeah, but definitely. besides that, she's our sister. She's less about
0: caring. Ah, so Rabbi, once someone is involved in the community's needs. They want to empower others, you know, uh, as one that's involved with the club, always trying to get more people people to be part of the army. I always see it at all the conventions. You know, everyone should get involved one way or another.
1: Uh, How do we uh, empower others to get involved with the community, Rabbi? Well, certainly those of us who already are involved, you know, the people who work for the Yagodah, the people who work for Chazak, the people who try and make a difference for the broader community, uh, we all recognize how flimsy our 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 troops our troop level is it it could be and should be so much larger right definitely we We need we need yeah we we definitely need need more manpower we need people not necessarily as I said before not necessarily people are going to devote the entirety of their day to working for Kali Yisrael like I'm privileged to do like you're privileged to do like I'm sure many of our listeners are privileged to do, but there are lots of people who are not so privileged. And the, and the norm is not to be able to do it the entirety of the day. Right. But to find time to set aside some time to get involved in the area of interest to you, an area where you have talents and skills and so on. And there are ways to do it. The organizations that are out there are looking for people who can be helpful, volunteers, supporters, and so on. So it's, I think it's important for us to spread the message that we need you. Oh, yeah. You know, we, need, we need you. There was right. There was a time that um, the the president John F Kennedy. I'm old enough to remember President That's John F Kennedy. Okay. Well, you, you heard rumors that they were such a person. Yeah, I heard it. But that. I remember they was such a person. I think there's a,
0: there's an air, air airport over here, Yeah. No? <laughs> or something. Is that what that stands for? <laughs> no, no. Look at that. <laughs> Okay.
1: So, so President Kennedy said something which, you know, he said a lot of silly things in his life also, but this thing that he said, it was trying to get people to sign up for the Peace Corps. America had something at that time called the Peace Corps, where you go out into, young idealistic college students would go out into the broad world and spread, you know, good peace, peace throughout the world, peace You're and love throughout the world. Okay. Right? So the Peace Corps. And so he, in making the pitch for the Peace Corps, he said, ask not, what your country can do for you, ask what you can, you can do for your, your country. country. Right. And if that's good enough for John F. Kennedy, uh. it surely <laughs> ought to be good <laughs> enough for us. Oh yeah. We ought to be able to plug into that, that mentality of asking not only what's good for me and what, what others can do for me, but what we can do for others. And, and as I said, there's such an urgent need. There's such a tremendous need. And you know what? There's no. We spoke before about Olam Haba. There's no greater Olam Hazet and the satisfaction that you get this this world is in this world where you really feel it i come home now at night i used to come home when i was at the law firm many moons ago right Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking to myself so so what what exactly did i do today i helped company a fend off a takeover (laughs) effort by company b and and I helped company C who was being charged with an antitrust violation or something like that. It wasn't fulfilling, and, and you know, and, and to my clients, these things meant millions of dollars, and so you know, I was important. But I said, but did I really impact the world? Did I do anything which makes this world a better place?" No, no. And now I come home from the Aguda at night. Uh, <laughs> Most of the time, I come home at night. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> and I think to myself, what did I accomplish today? And, you know, I'll remind myself of one frustration and another frustration. Because this call work is it not means, when you work yeah, for definitely. the community. Yep. There's a lot of frustrations. But then I'll also tell myself, yeah, but look at what I accomplished. I helped protect somebody who was having problems in, a, in, in, the, in, in the workplace right. in terms of leaving early on Shabbos right. during yeah. the winter months. You know, I Just hope for the record,
0: Good has been very helpful with that. On the personal for our constituents of here. year, we reached out to the, to the office and to the Hebrew who are amazing.
1: We helped, we yes. helped set up a, a government program which is going to relieve the tuition burden on some parents. I, I, I had a hand in that today. I wrote a legal memo showing why it's constitutionally permissible. New York? What? Okay. Yeah, I'm just being in general. <laughs> That'll That's be amazing. Tuition relief
0: will be used, sure, for the work sure, 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 sure. I know there's been many. Listen, discussions but these
1: about. are the kinds of things that we need. We need professionals, and we need people who get are care to get, you know, care to get involved. And you know, we speak about lawyers, my own profession. Now we have a network of a couple of hundred lawyers that um, you know that are part of our database. And when a case comes in which requires representation, or requires the filing of a brief, or requires uh, helping a, a, an organization become tax exempt, and you know, all of the things that are part and parcel of our community, then we'll reach out to this network of, of lawyers. And they, you know, many times they're not able to help, but but very often they will say, yes, I want to pr- I want to do work pro bono. The the profession encourages it, and more to the, more to the point, I know I'm going to love it. One of the reasons I decided to come to the Aguda after four and a half years at Paul Weiss was because at Paul Weiss I was involved in a case like that. Helping a, a, a Jewish community institution in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, okay, and I so and, and I felt that it was wow fulfilling, meaningful. I'm doing something with my life that really that really matters. You want to you want to have that feeling? Get involved.
0: Get okay. involved. Uh, Whoever is involved with communal things with faith, okay. God, okay. God Almighty will pay us back. Uh, off topic a little bit, you mentioned John F. Kennedy, and I know God is very, very much involved with political advocacy. Okay. Uh, on a personal level, I am as well. And uh, sometimes people that are not so much involved uh, question, Who do you, I have a picture of you here with this person and with that person, and they you know, de- degrade the fact that we're politically active. We could just touch on that topic a little bit about the importance of it on a personal level, the amount of yeshiva, the amount of organizations, the amount of individuals that we've helped through our contacts in government offices has been tremendous. Right. But uh, I know that Aguda is on the same page as you, well. You've answered your own question beautifully. Rabbi yeah. Silver so. guides me a lot. You know, shout out to him from Aguda. About these topics, but you so, so, can hear so from to, the so rabbi a little bit on
1: the topic of government. So, so, since you changed the topic slightly, let me do the same. Yeah, please. And, and just, <laughs> you're and, Jewish, right? <laughs> question on a question. There you go. And, and, and say the following that please don't listen, don't eavesdrop, because I'm speaking to your listeners now, not to you. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, okay. And, and what I want to tell your listeners is that we look for talented. Um, skilled people to help us in the work that we try to do, and there are few people anywhere who can, ha- can hold a candle <laughs> to my friend who's not eavesdropping on what I'm saying right <laughs> now. Let's but, change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> serves you right. It serves you right. But it really, is, it, it, it really is tremendously helpful when you come and when you bring along some people, so to our Albany missions, we're Albany, in Rio, Washington, Washington, Israel—that's right, Israel—that's yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you know, this is this has always been one of the hallmarks of uh, the Jew in Galus, right, and the Jew in the diaspora, right, and and uh, the, uh, the the relationships with the local governments or the national governments have always been very, very important, and uh, some of our greatest. Talmud HaChachamim and Sadiqim and Rashi Yeshiva and Hasidic Rabbis and, and, and all the, you know the, the, the greatest leaders of our time were also what we call shtadlanim, advocates. And they would develop relationships. They would appoint people to develop relationships with the government leaders because you need to come on to the government mm-hmm. leaders. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, people ask me, how, how can they make a difference in the, in the political work that we do? Right? And I say, did you vote in the last <laughs> election? And sometimes the answer is, nah, because, you know, what's the what big deal? What difference does it make anyway? What's easy? the big deal? Yeah. What's right? the big deal? What's the big deal? We right, get that all the time. Right now there yeah. is an assemblywoman in, in the Farakoway area um, who, is, who is involved in, uh, in, ele- in an election campaign and the voting took place in the early November and here we are, we're, in, we're into January already. right? right? And um, as of uh, this... Taping uh, of of our program, uh, she hasn't been declared the winner or the loser because vote, there's eh? a different there's, right. There's a discrepancy between her and her and opponent. her opponent, one vote. Wow! This particular assemblywoman, <laughs> this incumbent, is somebody who has made a world of difference for our community, for the community, the Jewish community in Far Rockaway, uh, and uh, and more broadly as well. Yeah. Uh, and you know what can what can you do? You can do the minimum that. Uh, the Gedolei Yisrael tell us all we should do, which is to show that you care. So either you'll be that one vote that's going to make a difference in an election, or even if if not, even if the, the difference between the candidates is fifty thousand votes or a hundred thousand votes or a million votes, doesn't matter because when the when the when the um, politicians look at communities, they they know how many people vote, they know what percentage of the community came out. They, know they pay what, attention. They pay attention, yeah. right? Because uh, you know, I'm knocking at your door, and I'd like you to listen to what I have to say. I once was early on in my career at the Aguda. I testified in the United States Senate over an important bill that uh, was in, was being introduced at that time, which could have had a very negative impact on some of our yeshivas. So I got there as, uh, you know, and I and I was before the Senate uh, Labor and Education Committee, uh, and I gave a 10-minute speech about why this bill is a dangerous bill, and I spoke about the Supreme Court precedents, and I spoke about the civil rights laws, and I spoke about all the different things, a very nice lawyerly presentation. And when I was done, I was very proud of myself. I, you know, <laughs> this what I said, this is what I used to do with Paul Weiss, and nice that's <laughs> again," right? And then Senator Metzenbaum from Ohio, who is the chairman of the committee, says, thank you, Rabbi, for your presentation. Tell me, how many members does your organization have? Senator Metzenbaum was not interested in the Supreme Court precedent or the civil rights laws or the statutes. He just wanted to know, do you represent a community that I should pay attention to? Why should I pay attention to you? Right? So True. the answer is, if, if we vote in large numbers or if you join our organization as a member in large numbers, right, which we try to get membership, right, that enhances our ability to get the Senator Metzenbams of the world to listen to us to hear what we have to say and to address the concerns that we have. So, anyway, we need people to get involved, even at that minimal level. But there are so many other ways to get involved. And, and, and start a Ta Mu Uru'u Ki oh. Taste it, and you'll see. It's oh, great. Goodness. 100%. Definitely. You should
0: just invited the center to the CM Mishas that uh-huh. Gura puts together. Uh-huh. About 100,000 people. It's uh-huh. unbelievable. You bet. Uh, but uh, very, very inspiring, Rabbi. I appreciate you uh, reiterating the importance of being Active, uh, politically active, and uh, how do you say it?
1: Shadlanus. You're close. <laughs> we'll, I'll speak to you off camera. Right? We'll, we'll work on it a little bit.
0: We'll work on it together.
1: Okay. Okay. Shadlanus. Okay. Very nice.
0: Amazing, Rabbi. Um, we have a Minaga custom and Torah talks, which is one final message
1: uh, that you can give over to us. One last takeaway. So many amazing uh, insights, and we appreciate it. So, so I guess my final message is this. I, I, I told you how it came to be that I joined the Aguda. Right and I came to visit uh, Rabbi Moshe Sher, and he offered me a position at the Aguda, and so but the, I told him before I accept or anything you know l- I'd like to come and see what the convention is like I'd never been to a convention before it's what I convention, so I came to the convention I was sitting in the audience and there were a couple of hundred people around sitting in the audience, right and people with, um, you know with with, wearing hats and some of them wearing uh, big black velvet yarmulkes. Uh, and some of them were wearing kipot Zurgot, the and the whole gamut, you know. And I looked around, and then, and then I looked up at the head table, at the dais, right. And there I saw, you know, and litvish rasha yeshiva and sviyde chachamim, and you know, again the 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 full range on display of people who are gedolei torah who are people who are, who are great talmid hacham. I've had this chut merit to
0: be there many times, and, and I've and, witnessed it myself. And,
1: and, people who, and people who we look to for leadership. These are the true leaders of the world. But if everyone I'm sitting over there within this audience, this crowd, looking up at a dais filled with these great rabbis from all different backgrounds. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm part of Kali Yisrael. <laughs> I always knew it intellectually that I was part of Kali Yisrael but it was at that moment when I had this job offer dangled in front of me, so i come to work for that good, I'd give up the nice salary I was earning, and they, <laughs> all that. And, and I said, you know, I'm part of Cliso. It's much more than my immediate uh, circles of family and, and uh, shul and so on, you know, neighborhood, community. It's that, it's that to a very, much, to a very, very great extent, but it's much more than that. It's Klai it's everything, it's everywhere. Right? And if you're part of it, right? This is your family. Mm. Then you, you have to give back to it a little bit, right? And that's why I decided to take the position. So I wish I wish you, I wish all of the listeners, uh, watchers, to the listeners, right, Please recognize you're part of Kali Yisrael. You're not a, a, an island unto yourself. Kali Yisrael needs you, and you need Kali Yisrael. Get involved.
0: Amazing, Rabbi Chaim David What an amazing inspiration to get involved. To empower change in the world. Let's uh, empower others. Let's empower ourselves. And uh, we want to thank you for all that you do for Kalei, for the Jewish people, for everything. Unbelievable. Yagditar, continued Hatzlacha. Amen. And uh, we want to remind our amazing audience every single Tuesday night. Chazak Torah Talks with special guests, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, special shout-out to the Chazak team over here. Uh, Rabbi, Natan, the other Natan, and Mayor and Izzy, and the whole everyone involved. Really appreciate the supporters and the board members of the, and the and the staff and the volunteers. Uh, shout out to Torny Time for hosting this amazing uh, podcast, along with all the other uh, podcast uh, you know uh, platforms. Uh, Dailygiving.org dot The holiday goes a very far way. Want to thank them as well. And we should be the complete redemption. Amen. Amen. Uh,